fog continues to roll in. The dark of night deepens until all is black. Ahead, a rocky shoal beckons, where certain tragedy awaits. Your ship plows forward, pushed by the storm. Doom seems your fate until, just as your hope begins to subside, you see it. The light from the lighthouse that guides you to safety. A light faithfully kept by the lightkeeper. Welcome to this special series on the Ed Leader Podcast, Lessons from the Lightkeeper. Ed Leaders have the opportunity to shine a light of hope and safety and strength and care, and in that moment become the lightkeepers. This series is based upon the book by John Maxwell, Talent is Never Enough. Welcome to Lessons from the Lightkeeper. Let's get to it. Hi, friends. This is your host, Rob Jackson. Welcome to this special series of the Ed Leader Podcast, Lessons from the Lightkeeper. Sometime back, two of my really good friends, Freebird McKinney, the 2018 North Carolina Teacher of the Year, and Julie Pittman, the 2018 Western Region Teacher of the Year, got together and began to use a phrase as they were delivering keynote addresses and talking at convocations and at conferences. They began to use this phrase, North Carolina Lighthouse Leaders. And really, it could have been used in any state or any country, Lighthouse Leaders. And as they were using the phrase, they were pointing out those teachers and administrators, ed leaders all, who were doing remarkable things in public education for children, for students, and for each other. And in pointing out these lighthouse leaders, they were sharing that we should take the time to learn from each other, that we should collaborate, that we should look for these lighthouse leaders and learn from them. It wasn't too long after they began to share these remarks in various speeches around our state and perhaps other places that the pandemic became real in all of our lives. In our state, when the schools were closed for good during the 2019-2020 school year, they were done at a press conference, a press conference of the governor, Governor Roy Cooper. And in that press conference, he invited the chairman of the State Board of Education, Eric Davis, to speak. Chairman Davis worked through some logistics, and then he began to use this metaphor of the lighthouse. And as he shared the lighthouse as representative of what we do in education, as I was listening to those remarks in this press conference, his words resonated with me and hit home in a powerful way so powerful that I wanted to have the opportunity to have a conversation with him about those words and his feelings and reflections on those words and on this thought of the lighthouse as the metaphor for ed leaders in this moment. And so I was so thankful to be able to invite him to be a part of the Ed Leader podcast. In fact, I mentioned Freebird McKinney and Julie Pittman and Chairman Eric Davis. Each have been guests on the Ed Leader Podcast, and if you go to the Ed Leader Podcast page at drrobjackson.com, you can hear each of those podcast episodes. But for now, as we kick off this special series, Lessons from the Lightkeeper, I would like to start by going back to the podcast episode 
where I was having a conversation with Chairman Davis and asking him specifically about his words about lighthouses as the metaphor for Ed Leaders in this moment, because it was really in that moment that this special series was born. Enjoy for a moment the words of Chairman Eric Davis. You were called on to make some remarks in the middle of this governor's press conference. We've heard from the governor and a couple other folks, and you were called to the podium. And after working through some of the logistics, you said this, North Carolina is home to seven majestic lighthouses, symbols of strength, hope for the weary, beacons of safety in rough waters. Like a mighty lighthouse, we will continue to stand our ground with an unwavering commitment to endure the challenges thrust upon us by COVID-19. We will rely on our resilience to maintain excellence in education while we continue to provide hope and needed support for children, families, and North Carolina's public schools. When you said that, I almost wanted to stand up and cheer, but uh, instead I was moved so emotionally that I was just really right there with you. Why was it important to you to include that statement and just share with me the feelings around this statement that kind of led you to share that with us? Superintendent Jackson, truth be told, those words were written by Dr. Deanna Townsend Smith, our Director of Board Policy and Operations, a native of Robeson County, educated by the state of North Carolina, graduate of North Carolina Central University, and in my view, just the epitome of uh, professionalism and class. And uh, I just got to be the person that got to read her words. But I think Deanna absolutely nailed it with, with the lighthouse analogy. I mean, as a native North Carolinian, there's few things that move us, uh, either our lighthouses or the Blue Ridge Parkway on either end. But here, here's, here's how the lighthouse analogy landed on me. If you think about something standing tall on the remote corners or edge of our state, sending out a beacon of light. Unlike the headlights of a car, which provide light for the car, the lighthouse doesn't provide light for itself. It provides that light for someone out there in the darkness and on rough waters searching for safety. And, and the lighthouse doesn't care what size vessels out there. It doesn't care whether the person in the vessel is white or black or Protestant or Catholic or from the North or the South or Democrat or Republican. It just cares about providing a path to safety. And I think that probably more than any other symbol of North Carolina epitomizes North Carolina teachers and North Carolina principals and North Carolina superintendents. Standing tall, whether this hurricane is blowing against its side, whether it's in the scorching heat of the summer, it doesn't matter what's going on. Those teachers and principals and superintendents are standing tall, sending out a beacon of hope and safety and security and care to every one of our students. Wow. I'm not sure if that hits you the way it hit me. If it did, and you've not heard that previous podcast episode with Chairman Davis, I would certainly encourage you to go back and listen to it because the entire episode is just so very powerful as this leader in our state shares in a very real and honest way how he is driven and dedicated to serving those who serve students across the state. And I certainly appreciate that. 
as he talked about the words of Dr. Townsend Smith that he used in that governor's press conference to announce schools were closing, he made some points in his reflection that were just as powerful to me. First, he said, the lighthouse does not send out the light for itself. It sends out the light for everyone. Doesn't that absolutely capture who we are as ed leaders, who we are as educators? We're not here for some of the children. We're not here for the children who are easiest to love or easiest to teach or who have the least challenges associated with them. We're not here for those who are the toughest children or those who come from the toughest circumstances alone. But indeed, as educators, as ed leaders, we're here for every single child. One of my friends, Tanya Turner, the superintendent of Perquimans County School System, says every child, every classroom, every day. And that's exactly who we are, who we aspire to be, so that every single child, as Jessica Emery, a recent guest on the podcast, says, we roll out the red carpet for every single child who walks into the school building. And when we think about that lighthouse shining its light, as Chairman Davis said, it's shining its light for every single ship and boat on the water. It doesn't matter how big the boat is, how small the boat is, how nice the boat is, how, how old the boat is. The light is shining for everyone. And in education, that's exactly what we do. As ed leaders, that's exactly what we do, shining out that light for every single one. So incredibly powerful. And you know, this pandemic is perhaps the greatest challenge we have faced as a profession, at least in my working lifetime and perhaps for a very long time. But in this challenge, we recognize this isn't the first challenge. It's certainly not going to be the last challenge. It seems that every school year, there are challenges. Challenges around financing, challenges around accountability, challenges around the changes of curriculum, challenges around directed responsibilities coming from on high or from those who may not understand the context of the classroom. There's always challenges. And if we allowed ourselves to be weakened by those challenges, if we allowed ourselves to crumble, the light would no longer be there to shine out for every single one. And so the work of ed leaders, of educators, of principals and superintendents and teachers and nutritionists and all who serve children. The work is as a light keeper to stand strong in the storms. When the hurricanes beat and batter, we stand strong. In the midst of a fight to advocate for our children, we stand strong. When there's a pandemic, we stand strong. And as light keepers, it is our responsibility to make sure that light of strength, that light of hope, that light of safety, that light of care continues to shine bright for every single one. What a powerful thought. What a powerful opportunity for each of us to really think about how it is that we are maintaining that light. As I've had the opportunity 
to do a bit of research around light keepers. First, I, I found out that there were both men and women who served as light keepers, and I love that. These light keepers were charged with ensuring that the lens was kept clean and didn't become smudged, that the bulbs were changed as they needed to be changed or in the time before bulbs, that the flame continued to be lit. Their work throughout the day and throughout the night guided safely those ships. Imagine the men and women doing that work. So often the lighthouses were in very isolated places. Sometimes as educators, we feel isolated. In our classrooms, when the door is closed, our students and ourselves are in there, and we do this work, and we're not sure of what's happening in other classrooms. It's incumbent upon ed leaders, principals, administrators, and others to make sure that our schedules in our schoolhouse allow for collaboration, allow for professional learning communities to grow and build upon themselves to allow each of our teachers to to continue to become stronger and better and fill their toolkit with what they need to meet the challenges and needs of every single student. The light keepers, though, often didn't have that opportunity. They were isolated, and yet still they kept that light shining bright. I do believe that there's lessons for us to learn from the light keeper, an opportunity in hearing those lessons to reflect on our work. And truly, that's really what it's all about, isn't it? That reflection, the opportunity to think deeply and critically about the work we do each day, to pat ourselves on the back when we do something really well, and to hold ourselves accountable when we give less than our best. To learn from the Lightkeeper, I do think, is worthwhile. I want to thank you for the time that you spend with the Ed Leader Podcast. I'm hopeful that this special series, Lessons from the Lightkeeper, with a special episode coming out each week about midweek, is something that you grow to look forward to. Moments of reflection as we think about these men and women charged with keeping that light shining bright, as we think about the work we're doing right now with everything going on in our world, our charge to keep that light bright for our children. There's a poem I'd like to share a stanza with you, and for those who are not great poetry buffs, bear with me. It's worth it, I promise. The poem is by Matilda Blind. The title of the poem is On the Lighthouse at Antibes. The stanza says, The evening knows thee ere the evening star, or sees thy flame sole regent of the bight, when storm, hoarse, rumored by the hills afar, makes mariners steer landward by thy light, which shows through shock of hostile nature's war how man keeps watch o'er man through deadliest night. The poet, of course, is talking about the lighthouse, but that last line of this poem, how man keeps watch over man through deadliest night, that really strikes me in this moment as I think about educators keeping watch over children through the pandemic, keeping watch over children through unrest in our country, keeping watch over children, particularly those in vulnerable situations. You see, ours is the charge to safeguard the children, to ensure that we are able to move forward as a society because each generation is prepared for their opportunity for leadership. We know that in our classrooms sit future world leaders, and we, the ed leaders, 
we have the opportunity to ensure they're ready for that responsibility. It is our responsibility to keep watch through the deadliest night. I want to encourage you. I want to thank you for the work you do. I want you to know that as tough as it is, as lonely as it might be to be a light keeper, if no one else has told you, I want you to know that I believe in you. I know you're doing amazing things and you're making a difference. I look forward to spending more time with you as we work through each of the lessons from the light keeper. My friends, thank you. Keep shining the light bright. I know you will. Good day. Thank you for listening to the Ad Leader Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and consider leaving a review with five stars on Apple Podcasts so that we may continue to grow the Ed Leader community. We hope that you have enjoyed your time with Dr. Jackson. Until next time.